welcome to Then and Now, a nerd podcast talking about sad things. <laughs> My name is Robert Folly. That's what you decided to go with? I couldn't think of anything I mean, else. I'm Danny Mullins, that's fine, but what the fuck, man? Well, it's because of our topic today, and before I actually get into the topic, I am going to throw this out there. This is going to be the one episode where I am going to ask people not to troll Danny Mullins. Why? Um, oh, because, yeah, okay, be, I get it. Because of the subject matter of this particular episode. It makes a certain topic that I enjoy talking about relevant. Yes. So, fuck uh, you. So, with that being said, uh, one, I messed up. This week, you're probably expecting to hear Spider-Man episode two. Mm. But, I messed up our timing. And that's actually going to come out next weekend. Um... But with all of the uh, celebrity deaths that have happened this year, and we've had a ton that have happened in very short success succession. Yeah, I mean, we're only you know four months into the year, and we've lost quite a few people. Yeah. Um, Danny and I sat down, and we decided to try to honor them in the best way that we can and just talk about the celebrities that have passed that have meant something to us. Right. Uh, and by that, he means he's going to name off their names, and I'm going to be like, who's that? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so th- this episode has a more serious thing. There's no real rhyme or reason, no then, and, and now. It's just then. But it's going to be a rough fucking ride. Yeah, but this, this is the best way that we can... Uh, go about things when it comes to this subject. Sure. I mean, we could avoid it altogether, which we, would probably make more sense, but somebody didn't want to push the free-for-all episode a week ahead for some reason. Well, there's a reason for that. There is a reason. Oh. Well, you yeah. could told me. I did. Did you? Yes, twice. I don't think so. Yes. I think I'm making shit up. Nope. Um, so, uh, Danny, do you want to you want to start? I got, I got one. Let me save it for a little while, man. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess the first one that I'm going to talk about then is, uh, Doris Roberts. That was the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. I'm sure she has a, you know, a plethora of credits to her name. Yes. Uh, she, she was an actress for a great many years. Um, very, very funny woman from everything that I saw. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately my wife came up to me the night that she found out she passed away and I swear she's like, oh, oh no. I was like, "What?" She's like, "One of the Golden Girls passed away." Seriously? Yeah. I was like, "I was like, oh god, I hope it's not Betty White." <laughs> so when I heard who it was, I was like, for a second I was relieved, and then I realized that, that made me a bad person, and, and then that made you sad. <laughs> yeah. So either way, it ended up with the same results. Yeah. Um, never really got into the show. Um, um, I watched a lot when I was a kid. Very, very good show. A lot, a lot of heart. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, she she played uh, Ray Romano's uh, mother. Right. The uh, over, I won't say controlling, but... Overbearing. Oh, over, overbearing. Um, Ray's wife can never do anything right in her eyes kind of mother. Yeah. Um, but she did it in a way that was genuine to a certain degree. Still loving, but in the most heinous way possible, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, it, it was fun to to watch her in that yeah, role. Yeah, I watched a few episodes uh, with my parents when I was younger. And I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't leave the room. That's gotta be saying something. And I had a Super Nintendo in the other room. Uh, yeah. You know? I had better things to do. I could have been learning what masturbation was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, very, very funny show. Great actress. Uh, the, the guy that played his dad that, passed away too. That's he was, what I was going to say. He was the monster in Young Frankenstein. Yeah, and I, I love him in that role because uh, turns out if you paint him blue, he's kind of scary looking. <laughs> but when he's trying to learn how to sing and stuff, you know, put me on the ribs. That's all you can do. But you still you're rooting for him and shit. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I understand why that show has such a had such a. Had such big success. Yeah, it, it was. It and she was, had to be part of it. I mean, oh yeah. Uh, one of the episodes that stands out the most in my mind when I think about the show is the first time she watches porn. Okay, <laughs> that, that that's an episode. She watches porn and she's just like, you know, I I don't get all of the overacting, and they're like, yeah, it's it's porn. They're not. They're not, you know, paid to be great actresses, you know, but the, they're paid just for the sex. She's like, no, that's what I'm talking about. The sex, the, all, all the ooing and aahing. And, <laughs> acting and, like they enjoy it. Acting like they enjoy it. And uh, Ray's wife in the show uh, goes, wait, have have you never had an orgasm? And that, beca- <laughs> oh, that like, God. that's the whole premise of that episode. That's terrifying. It's the fact, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's hilarious. All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess since you brought up porn, I might as well move into my only one. <laughs> <laughs> that segues about uh, the only attempt at humor I'll probably make during this segment. Uh, we lost China, a female professional wrestling wrestler in WWF, you know, in the ni- late 90s, early 2000s. Right, right. Uh, Joanne Laurer. Laurer? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Laurie? No, it's, it ends with an ER. Irrelevant. Oh. But uh, she's a real trailblazer, like... That's back when women were nothing but sex objects in wrestling. And that's back when I uh, really got into it heavy because, you know... Because women were nothing but sex objects. Right. Boobs. (laughs) Um, And she had boobs. Yes. But, like, she started out as this powerhouse that would just come in and punch a guy in the nuts and help whoever she wanted to win. She had, like, a fucking huge chin and stuff. Like, every week you would watch, she'd get a smaller chin and bigger boobs. So, that was interesting, too, I guess. As a young teenager, I was like, this is going in the right direction. (laughs) Well, I mean, she could pick up the guys over her head. She was the uh, she's the only female to ever hold um, a guy's belt in wrestling. Right, right. Yeah, the Intercontinental Championship, which was a huge deal. And she was the first female to ever enter the Royal Rumble, which is a big 30-man battle role to do once a year. Every January, the winner goes to WrestleMania. I know you don't care. But uh, well, it's, it's, been, it's been a guy's thing. And she, she really broke ground. Right. And, you know... It's not. It's not that I don't care. I'm not a. Wrestler. No, I meant about the rules of the Royal Rumble. Oh, I know yeah. you don't care. Don't act like you care, Robert. Yeah, don't get my hopes up. You're right about that. If both feet hit the floor and you go over the top rope, you're eliminated. Okay. One man every two minutes comes out. Uh, Thirty I, men total. I, I've seen one before. Oh, good. Yeah. Was trying to end it. I think so, actually. Oh, really? She, I think she entered uh, twice. If I believe, I don't know. I did. I listened to a couple of podcasts about wrestling about her. Uh, to kind of get caught up on it because it was such a long time ago, um, but yeah, she was fantastic. She really was. She's uh, she was never like really a good talker or anything. Not a ton of personality, right? But she just looked dominating, like she, like she could just break you, you know? Right. And uh, at the end of her career, she got really bad into drugs, jumped to porn. Uh, so Which... I guess this is only this is the only person we'll talk about today that I've jerked off to, and now I feel weird about that. <laughs> I didn't watch the original one because there's one like A Night in China or something or weird something like, that, like that or Backdoor to China. I don't know. Something involving her no-no regions. Right. I, and, a, and a wrestler named X-Pac, which was always on drugs. I okay. watched him wrestle. That dude, lights were never on. Eyes went in different directions, did they? Yeah, he'd just yell, make some noise and then suck it and then he'd get beat up. Okay. From what I remember. 
But uh, I did watch one where it was her in a wrestling ring blowing at least nine dudes in, like, luchador masks. Okay. So, you know, the, the tail end of her life is kind of sad, considering, like, the fall from grace, you know? Right, right. Um, uh, one, one thing I, di- I did want to say, we're not going to go into the actual deaths of the people. Um that we're talking about today. Uh, all of that information that has, it is public knowledge is online if you're really interested. We're more interested in the people, not the end, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's just her life leading up to, after her big, you know, stint in wrestling. It, none of it seemed like she was having fun, you know? Or had, was having too much fun? I'm not for sure how that works. Well, I, th- I think... I've never done a bunch of heroin and blew a dude before. Hey, you should try sometime. At least one. Don't knock it till you try. Right? <laughs> Just start with a dude. Start with a. Yeah, don't don't jump if... into the ring with nine luchador masks. <laughs> jump into the ring. <laughs> and we'll make sure that that one guy is wearing a luchador mask, though. Okay. This is supposed well, to be that, a that, serious episode. At that point, it's tradition, right? <laughs> right? I don't know. Is that right? I it don't seems know. It seems wrong. It seems wrong on going, every level. If you're going to be in a ring blowing a dude. They might as well be wearing, might as well be wearing a, a luchador point. mask. Alright, what's next, man? I'm gonna get off the subject now. Um, Took a really dark, slightly erotic turn there at the end. Yeah. The next person that I have written down is George Martin. Uh, Do do you know the name? Well, only because we talked about this prior. It's the Fifth Beatle. Yeah, known as the Fifth Beatle. He he passed away March 8th. Um... He, I, if memory serves, he was the drummer for the Beatles before they brought in Ringo Starr. How bad is your life if you get replaced by Ringo Starr? Uh, you know. Wow. Way, way to make this bad, Danny. <laughs> well, I mean, it's bad enough that they killed Paul McCartney and had him replaced by a duplicate. <laughs> and now that duplicate is you're, George you're, Bush you're, or some shit. I, I can't remember. Your tinfoil hat showing. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, when, when he passed, Ringo actually... Uh, put something on his Twitter um, for for George Martin. Uh, he, he was quoted on Twitter as saying, thank you for all your love and kindness, George. Peace and love. Which, you know, seeing as how he took his place in the beat, you know, he had to have looked up to him uh, to a you certain degree. so, until the guy probably threatened to kill him for stealing his job. I don't know if that ever happened. I don't either. But you can sharpen a drumstick into but, a, like a steak. But we're we're one more beetle down, and for me, that is sad. I love yeah. the Beatles. Yeah, I like the Beatles a lot too. Um, <laughs> Look at my hair and glasses. I don't have any of their lyrics tattooed on me. I do. I know. <laughs> Otherwise, that statement would have made no fucking sense. Uh, yeah, still would have technically been true though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about that statement would have been wrong from you, Dave. right? <laughs> um, yeah, I hadn't heard of the guy. Did he go on to like any other bands or anything? Or? Uh, Something we'll have to look up after recording. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If, if you don't mind us pausing real quick, I can search. search I'm not doing the editing this week, so we can pause whenever you want. Okay. Yeah. All right, and we're back. I did a little bit more research on uh, Sir George Martin here. Ooh, Sir. Huh? Yeah, he he was knighted. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's how you get the name Sir. Yeah, more of that. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> Is that all the Beatles then? Like, I don't. I don't think so. Is Ringo? Been I'm pretty there? sure Ringo is. I know McCartney is. I know McCartney is. I don't know if Lennon ever was. He was pretty controversial when he was alive, especially towards the end. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Lennon was. I'm. I don't think Ringo is. I could be wrong. I mean, if I if I was gonna pick a Beatle not tonight, it would be Ringo. Yeah. 
George Harrison probably was, though. That dude was huge even after the Beatles. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, uh, so, uh, Martin here, um, he won six Grammys. Damn. Yeah, and he actually had a hand in a major spy franchise. Is it Austin Powers? Uh, no. No, it's, um, I'm not a spy movie, sorry. <laughs> James Bond. Oh, that, I played his video game once in 64. <laughs> he had a hand in, uh... You didn't know it was a movie. Huh? Oh, yeah. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had a hand in uh, the music for three of the different James Bond uh, theme songs uh, from Russia with Love. Okay. Uh, Goldfinger, which is probably one of the most iconic uh, James Bond themes, with the exception of Live and Let Die. Which is huge, yeah. Yeah. That Live and Let Die, It's my favorite Guns N' Roses song. I hate you so hard right now. <laughs> no, I don't. That's the first, time I, the first time I heard that song was the Guns N' Roses one. That's fucking horrible. But yeah, six Grammys. That's insane. And man. he was producing stuff all the way up to... From 2003, you said. Yeah, 2003. Uh, in, in 2006, he was awarded an honorary doctorate in uh, music by Leeds Beckett University, too. Wow. So... Dude has just accolades upon accolades. Hmm. Uh, very, very talented person. It's you know he uh, was in several of the Beatles albums. Uh, That's what I'm saying. He he had a large hand in one of the most prolific rock bands of all time. Yeah, yeah probably probably the most influential rock band. I think so. Yeah. Ever to have existed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get on the radio now and you're still hearing uh, stuff that themes and musical themes that were originated by the Beatles. Fucking get on the radio, you can still hear the Beatles. But yes. <laughs> I uh, mean, think about it. even uh, iTunes adding their catalog to uh, I mean, iTunes adding their catalog to iTunes. Yeah. That uh, was a big deal, what, like two years ago? Uh, yeah, uh, two or three years ago. Yeah, and the, Spotify just added it, and that was they made sure that everybody fucking knew about it. Yeah. And I made sure I made a playlist out of it, so to be fair, it worked out for me. <laughs> um, But yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here just looking at the different songs and whatnot that he had a hand in, and it's it's pretty damn impressive. It sounds like it, man. And to think that like nobody really knows the guy's name, know what, know, or knew what he did exactly. I'm sure but, uh, a great many people did, but for us, it you know, like I had heard the name, and I always just knew of him as the Fifth Beatle, but I didn't know all of all of his yeah. different accomplishments. One of those guys you don't know is important until he's gone, you know. Yeah, I mean, Help by the Beatles, probably one of the most famous songs. They're one of my favorites. I really yeah. like that song a lot. And he he was part of that. Hmm. So I I mean, just to name off a few, Help. And I love her. Um, Yellow Submarine. <laughs> uh, the the George Martin Orchestra was part of that, so he had oh, an okay. orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that I said incorrectly earlier when I said something about the drummer. I he may have been the drummer, but it's not listed on this. Uh, yeah, you said he mainly played piano and oboe. And oboe, <laughs> which I remember my uh, middle school band days, and there's nothing worse than being the kid that played oboe. Which is sad because I played the clarinet. Hey, hey, hey! I was fine as long as oboe kid was still in the classroom. <laughs> you you can never say that again because a beetle played oboe. Yeah, it was the fifth one though. Barely counts. I mean, you know, now that we're done talking about the guy, I'm like ah, fuck him. <laughs> Another. Great musician, uh, Maurice White. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> that song that he had. Uh, a great mini songs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the founders of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, okay. One of, in, in my Do mind. Do you remember? That's the only song I have know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from, you know, right off the top of my head, anyways. I'm sure it's one of those groups that if you hear a song, you can sing every word to it and then you find out who it is. Yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was one of the founding members of that and ended up producing a lot of their songs, writing most of their songs. Um, just great talent, ended up winning a Grammy, uh, for Got to Get You Into My Life, uh, for Best Instrumental Arrangement Accompanying Vocalist. That's a very specific award. Oh, yes. Uh, he was nominated three other times, but didn't win. Um, once for best instrumental composition, once for best R and B song, and that one was for Fantasy. Um, and then he was nominated for Producer of the Year in 1979. And all all, all four of those were uh, 76, 78, and 79. Right. So in, in he had a strong run there. Yeah, in 78 he is when he won the best instrumental arrangement accompanying vocalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was nominated for Best R&B uh, Song. Okay, cool. Yeah. So was he Earth, Wind, or Fire? Uh, I believe that he was Earth because he's founding member. Boom. Logic. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I have no idea. Um, but he, he's won four American Music Awards, uh, the BET Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, three NAACP Image Awards. Uh, dude, dude has just. Uh, I think the latest award that he won was in two thousand eight. Uh, let me see here. Uh, so he stayed relevant though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean it was only eight years ago. And think about how long ago they got started. Yeah, uh, well, his heyday was in the seventies, obviously, but stay relevant for that long is very impressive. Right, and uh, once again, talking about iconic music, you think old funk right uh earth wind and fire is one of the first bands that comes to people's mind i, I mean them and peaches and herb i know which one i would pick <laughs> um yeah yeah no yeah. it's a big loss uh like i said never not really my cup of tea i don't know many of the songs just right off the top of my head but i know that they're very influential uh very popular so yeah um big loss. uh to step away from Music, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll go back to music. Oh, God, we have to. Yeah. Two heavy-ass hitters coming up. Uh, more than that. Two, Robert. <laughs> so, probably one of the most iconic voices of our childhood uh, passed away back in February. China? Uh, no. No. Oh. Voices. Joe Alasky. Do you know the name? No. He was a voice actor, mm-hmm. uh, which... As you know, with me trying to get into voice acting, it you know, kind of kind of strikes true. But the voices that he did, he voiced our childhood. He was Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, uh, Tweety Bird, and Sylvester the Cat in the Looney Tunes. Wow, that's insane, really. Yeah, and uh, did you ever watch Rugrats growing up? Oh, yeah, definitely. He was, he was Grandpa Pickles. Oh, okay, Grandpa Pickles. <laughs> he said that name with such a serious look on your face, it kind of had me worried. <laughs> Come over here and sit on Grandpa Pickles' lap. You know? Uh, no, that's insane, though. That's... Well, not really. So Bugs Bunny's dead, huh? Yeah. That is fucking depressing. Yeah. I mean, 
when it comes to good cartoon... idea for a show you had. Here, <laughs> when it comes to uh, cartoon voices, is, is are there any more iconic than than those? We all, we all have even a, a Mickey set Mouse few. changes like crazy. I never watched years. a bunch of Mickey Mouse when I was a kid. Anyways, honestly, uh, uh, I can do Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Come on, boys and girls. Come sit on Grandpa Pickles' lap. <laughs> Come sit on Grandpa Pickles' lap. <laughs> yeah, see? It's fucking oh, boy! The old boy was actually pretty good. I'll give you that. Scott Snyder used to be like a Buzz Lightyear or something like that at a Disney World. Really? Yeah. The guy that's writing Batman and stuff currently? Yeah? Yeah. He was huh. the mascot at Disney World. I was not aware of that. Yep. That sucked. I believe it. Unless you're like one of the princesses, because then you don't have to wear a giant fucking heavy, very hot mask. Yeah, see, if, if I was to work in Disney World, I, w- I would want to play as Aladdin. Uh, I thought you were going to say a princess. <laughs> I want to be Pocahontas. I don't care how racially insensitive it is, I don't want to be hot. <laughs> no, uh, think about it. Aladdin is probably the easiest one to go around in in hot summer days because you're just wearing a vest and loose pants. Oh, and the tiny hat. And the, and the yes, the fez. Fez, thank you. Yeah. Let's no, not be sen- uh, culturally insensitive here, Danny. I, the tiny Jewish hat. <laughs> the, uh, oh, sorry. Listen to Hold My Beer if you don't get that joke. Uh, yeah, hold, the episode Hold My Hat. Hold my, yeah. Easy to find, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's crazy, though. All the, Wow. Because, I mean, I know, especially back then, uh, you'd have one voice actor doing several characters. You still do quite a bit. Right. Like, think about, like, The Simpsons, you know. Uh, yeah. One person will do up to, like, ten voices on that show. Well, when but, uh, the guy that voiced Flanders uh, announced that he was leaving, and, and that one fell swoop, they, they lost Flanders, uh principal scanner yeah, yeah uh you know and I, I i believe that they've been replaced because they're still showing up in episodes but yeah yeah but but when you think as as huge as bugs bunny yeah i mean like i said childhood saturday morning cartoons for me ended with the looney tunes show yeah i'll still watch it yeah uh, i make my son watch it but part of me wants to imagine him just in a studio yelling Duck season, rabbit season, at himself, back and forth. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, that's terrifying, actually. Instead of just doing one voice and then switching to the other, no, I want him to just, <laughs> yeah, rabbit so season, duck season! Turning his head like he's arguing with himself. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that would be good. <laughs> wow, yeah, that sucks, man. That is, that, that's... Yeah. It's but uh, uh, He's like the second biggest cartoon mascot that's ever existed. Yeah, Mickey Mouse is probably number one, but Bugs Bunny's got to be number two, right? Right, and seeing as how he was that voice for so long, like I said, Mickey Mouse was constantly changing, still is. Who gives a shit about Mickey Mouse, Robert? You keep bringing him up. I do, I know we did a Disney episode. We're past it. I'm bringing him up to make a point. Mickey Mouse kept changing. He yeah, was the, Bugs Bunny and all of those characters. The longevity of his for, career, yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, uh, great missed voice actor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, stepping back into uh, music just for a second. Just for one second. Just for one second. Mm-hmm. Glenn Frey. Not that guy. <laughs> you don't know Mr. Frey. Yeah, Mr. Frey. Is he the lead singer of the Frey? No. no. <laughs> uh, Either he, way, I wouldn't know who he was. He was the lead guitarist of the Eagles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because of him that we have uh, such great songs like Hotel California and Take It Easy. It's because of my dad that I don't like the Eagles. And so. Tequila Sunrise. Yeah. Never much on the Eagles, man. Uh, I, I love uh, Hotel California. Who doesn't love Hotel California? This dude. Really? Yeah, I've heard it too many times, man. 
Ah, see, that's one of the few songs I know how to play on my guitar, and it's just because of how much I love that song. I was really cool one time, and I tried to learn how to play the guitar. I learned one song, and it was Death Blooms by Mudvayne, because I was in high school, and I was super cool. <laughs> I threw up the horns when I did that. I don't know why. Yeah, nobody at home can see you throwing up the horns. But now they know. They could feel it. They could hear the douchiness, though. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. High school was a rough fucking period, man. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, all right. To, to take it out of the depressing for a little bit, rough fucking period. High school for you? Well, I mean, I, I made it hard on myself. I explain well, for the people at home. I was a hardcore juggalo at the time. Uh, I'm recovered now. You clean. I've been clean for years. All right. Yeah, but the douchiness never quite. Check for tracks off. of face paint and shit. You won't find it. You will find like two twisted songs on my phone. Just ignore those. <laughs> um, no, I, like I had my I had hair down to my nips, right? But I had the bottom half shaved, and I would. Put... We we've talked about this. You had the pineapple look. No, because they went down. I had ten ponytails that would go up for like a half an inch and then come down to my chest. And I'd spike them down so they looked kind of like nails and I'd put different colors in them and shit. I wore fire contacts to, to school and stuff. Did, uh, was, I, I'm sticking by my comment of the douchiness never quite wore off. Uh, to, well, I mean, <laughs> no, that, that period made me a smartass because like, yeah, people make it funny. You have to come back quick. I couldn't fight, so I had to, I had to become witty. Oh, right. And then like, a year or two after high school, a buddy of mine sit down with me. He's like, "You're kind of a dick." I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you argue with everything. I was like, "Oh yeah, I should probably stop doing that. I don't have to do that anymore." <laughs> like, I cut my hair off and shit, and uh, didn't dress in all black anymore. Uh, I dressed in all black, but for a different reason. You know, I was never a juggalo. I always, you know, made fun of them for good reason. Hey, it wasn't just you. Trust me, buddy. <laughs> um, but I was like hardcore goth. Really? Yeah. See, I kind of mixed the two. All black, but I still had the fucked up hair, you know? No, like, I, I was goth to the point of wearing, like, the fingernail polish, the black lipstick, the... I think that's a different word that starts with G. No. <laughs> <laughs> Took you me like, you were going through words in your head. <laughs> I was sitting there like, no, not that one. It's not no. giraffe. No. I wasn't oh, a goth. Oh, oh, oh. You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It hasn't quite worn off. Um, <laughs> but... Really? Yeah. You had to look ridiculous. Uh, I think, I would like to think I pulled it off. I would be wrong. But <laughs> I I'd thought like I was to... pulling shit off, too. Which, in terms of Juggalo, I was pulling it off. Um, to be fair. I, I, I probably had that look for a little over a year uh, before I was like, you know what? I I just want to be comfortable and not have to worry about how I look. Pain in the ass, right? Yeah, like, putting on all that makeup was hard. You know, the, <laughs> I, the high point of that, though? Like, yeah, I'd wake up, like, fucking two hours before school. Do my hair, put in those painful ass contacts, you know all that shit. Now I'm married to a blind woman, so I can just walk out like butt ass naked. I hardly, I hardly have any hair left. Pretty long beard, like I look like a homeless guy with a mediocre sized penis. But she doesn't know. That. I believe last episode we established micro is the one of us established that. I'm not for sure which one was. I said moderately sized. It's okay. It's not impressive. It's certainly there though. <laughs> Let's talk about celebrities that have passed away. Also, you know, penises. Um, but the, the thing that, in all honesty, the thing that got me out of wearing the goth uh, stuff was uh, for Halloween, I went as a gothic pimp, which was... <laughs> which was... That almost sounds racist somehow. <laughs> I don't know how. Like, you made me feel uncomfortable with that one statement. <laughs> it, it was me wearing, like, 
the uh, uh, all black tuxedo with like red un- under uh, like red vest underneath. A mat- no, it was a purple uh, vest underneath with a purple cape, purple top hat, and a skull cane. And then my makeup. Because of course you're wearing makeup. Well, of course. Because what pimp doesn't wear makeup? My, my fingernail polish, my lipstick. Yes. <laughs> you're making me hate you. <laughs> okay, Juggalo. <laughs> Yeah, fair point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was the first year, uh, the only time I've ever been detained by the police. Really? Yes, because... Just the way you looked? Uh, not because of the way I looked. Uh, it was for technically breaking and entering. All charges were dropped um, because our school paper... Bitch didn't give me my money! <laughs> no, it was... Uh, <laughs> our, my school paper um, had put out this story about going to this uh, abandoned school. Uh-huh. And was kind of advertising going to it on Halloween. And so me and a group of friends did. And we went inside this abandoned school. And we came out and decided to take a picture in front of it. And as we're walking back to the car, cop lights. Hmm. Like in the middle of BFE At least you created uh, evidence before you left. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But they ended up calling like the school, uh, the area's county superintendent. Mm Mm-hmm. And we showed him the school paper, and he's like, yeah, you can't get in trouble if the if the school that I'm running is telling you to break into a school that I'm running. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, so... You do realize you're going to have to name this episode, like, In Memoriam, colon, Gothic Pimp, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, gothic um, Pimp. But I, I remember when the cops pulled up, like, I, I earlier in the day had taken uh, my my girlfriend at the time and all of her little siblings out trick or treating, which is why I was in costume. But you n- took a bunch of little kids with you while you were dressed like a gothic pimp. Yes, sends a weird message. Uh, I'm aware of that now. As <laughs> <laughs> high school is five. I, I I was only like fifteen, sixteen at the time. Does technically make it better? Yeah, in some <laughs> horrible way. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? It man? would be it would be weird if I did that now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I went as Violet and Jay for Halloween one year, so... Last year I went um, trick-or-treating. But when the cops pulled up, I was the only one in costume, because I, my girlfriend had gone home, and so I went out with a bunch of friends to do this, and I hadn't changed yet. Well, because why would you? And so... I mean, if you don't want to slip off your cape. Right. You have to go spelunking in a fucking abandoned school. The the cop shows up, and it, it's a female officer, I remember this, and she she's getting everybody on their hands and knees and one of the people that I showed up with throws a little baggie under her car and I'm like if I get arrested I'm beating your fucking ass dude if you get hauled into a jail wearing that <laughs> yes somebody's gonna be in you yeah you know, I, just... I was not happy but the the cop didn't see it thank god this little bitch thinks he's a pimp um, she, what a real she, she came up, she, she's putting everybody on their knees, hands behind the head, you know the thing. It should you've be your job. You've seen movies. I have seen movies, yeah. Um, and she gets to me and she's like, all right, Willy Wonka, down. Danny almost spit tape. I was taking a, sw- a swig of beer. <laughs> Willy Wonka. She called me Willy Wonka. That's pretty good. Uh, like you know, the, per- the purple and stuff, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. And so I'm. I, I, so you I, turned her into a giant blueberry and just rolled her away. <laughs> Is that why you didn't get arrested? Uh, no, I didn't get arrested because, like I said, the newspaper. But my mom was pissed. Like my mom had given me permission to go here, and just conveniently forgot when the cops called her. Oh, of course. <laughs> He's dressed like a what? A gothic what? 
Oh no, she she knew what I was dressed as because she was dressed as a witch that day, and we have a picture together. It's on Facebook. That's gonna be weird as shit. <laughs> yeah. Also, I know what I'm doing later. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Yeah, so that was the only time I've been detained by the police. And the reason that I stopped wearing gothic stuff, except for the stuff, the reason of I wanted to just wear comfy clothes. Yeah, yeah, I just, well, I mean, honestly, I got out of, like, the ICP and stuff, because I hit a religious phase. But at least that got me to cut my hair and stuff, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just fucking dark periods, man. Yeah, high high school. Yeah, yeah, chicks don't dig. It's it's weird for like everyone, I, I think. I made the mistake of showing a couple of guys at work a picture of me in high school. They still make fun of me. That's three <laughs> fucking years ago. I don't know how I got a job. I got a job looking like that. Really? Yeah, same place I work now. So mistake. But uh, you know. Also, my dad was the supervisor at the time. That helps. That probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> it was bullshit because uh. We went on summer vacation from school and like, hey, first job, construction at the high school. So like I walked out of high school, I got a job, walked right back into fucking high school to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Me and my pretty hair. <laughs> so moving on. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> we got to get now, sad again. Now, now that we've taken that trip down... Uh, Gothic pimp lane. <laughs> Gothic pimp lane. Really um, on to another semi-Gothic pimp... Uh, person. Prince? No. Oh, we're not there yet? <laughs> no. Honestly, Alan Rickman. Oh, that doesn't seem right. No, he's a pimp, dude. Well, he's a badass. Oh, I love Alan Rickman. Um, Hans Gruber. Ha- Hans Gruber, one of the greatest the first time I ever villains. saw him. Uh, yeah, same here. He's even good in uh, Jane Bob- Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, he he was a... Uh, no, what... It wasn't no, dogma, back. It was dogma, dogma. Dogma. I don't know why. Why is it? Uh, dogma is. My mind's still at Gothic Pimp right now. Yeah. I picture you like that because right now you're just kind of like a trucker. <laughs> uh, pretty far cry off. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, Alan Rickman was a huge talent. Uh, seemed nothing but like a gentleman. You know? Oh yeah. Super kind, very soft spoken, uh, but could still uh, be funny. A phenomenal actor. Didn't start acting until his forties. That's when he hit it big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, in fact, uh, Die Hard, Hans Gruber, was his first major role. Right, right. Like, ever. Yeah, think about how bad he nailed that, man. Oh, yeah. He is, like, I mean, he's just a good villain. He just, like, like exploded onto the scene and was just like, here I am, enjoy me. <laughs> make it sound so creepy, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, it, that sucks, man. You know, most people today know him as Snape from the Harry Potter movies, which he did do a very damn good job in that role, but sure. he did so much other stuff. I'm um, honest with you, I did not know he was in the Harry Potter movies. Seriously? No, I don't like Harry Potter, man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I always get that response like, ugh. Yeah, it's because you're wrong. Ah, it's because Harry Potter's for twice. Uh, the books are... Don't books yell are that amazing. in a hot topic. <laughs> I, that's another thing I did in high school. Like somebody was like, "Hey, there's a Harry Potter show." I was like, "Harry Potter's for twats." I'm not allowed in certain uh, hot topics. Yeah, you for told going me that last time dress. we were in a hot topic, which is weird that we're still going to hot topic every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, we just kind of stumbled into it last time. Yeah, <laughs> guys, all right, so it's okay. Uh, but I, I did. It. I, I got kicked out for going in dressed as a priest and uh, throwing holy water on the people behind the uh, behind the counter, yelling, "The power of Christ compels you." Yeah, you had a lot of free time, huh? I did. Yeah. It reminded me to tell you uh, one day the story of uh, senility is grand. Yeah, I'll remember that thing that you just said that I'm pretty sure is not a word. Well, I'll I'll probably bring it up on Hold My Beer sometime. Yeah, you might be on tomorrow, so. Okay. Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, But, you know, 
he had an amazing voice. Like his singing chops were uh, up. up he had chronic villain voice all yes. the time. He always sounded like he was up to something very sinister. Yes, it, like definitely played an amazing villain. But um, yeah, it, Snape technically, spoilers, winds up being good, right? No, he was. Yeah. So, but he starts out bad. In the fr- I watched the first movie. I would say anti-hero. Oh, he's not the fucking Punisher, dude. Get over it. No, but he... I was messing with you. Don't get mad. Don't yell at me, Robert. Uh, it's a dark fucking episode. Um, but did you ever watch Sweeney Todd? The yeah. The one with uh, Johnny Giant Depp. Depp and... Yeah, I have it on DVD for some reason. Yeah, him singing Pretty Women is probably my favorite song in that. As creepy as that song is... Well, it's supposed to be. Well, yes. And very dark tone. Um, yeah. Yeah, he sings in that uh, Grab the Bun song where uh, he dies. <laughs> the one movie uh, he's singing to his girlfriend. Um, fuck, I can't remember the name of the movie. I think I know what one you're talking about. Yeah, I watched the clip, I watched the clip well. on YouTube because somebody posted it in memoriam, and uh, yeah. it was just him just having like a good time, and it just fucking breaks your heart now, man. Um, probably my favorite role of his of all time, aside from uh, the Metatron and Dogma, mm-hmm. uh, which I think that is what. That role was called the mm-hmm. Metatron. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, very um, short role though. He's, he's not in the movie a whole lot. No, but he is an iconic. That's oh no, I love role. it. Yeah, don't get me uh, wrong. But no, uh, his role in Galaxy Quest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> right, Galaxy. If you haven't seen Galaxy Quest, go fucking see it. Yeah, I'll be set on this note, but it, I love that movie, dude. I watched it maybe two months ago. It's, yeah, me For too. The second time ever. Like I saw it when it was new. I didn't really get the humor and stuff, but I watched it. Probably about three, it was, a while, it was more than two months ago. It was like three months before he passed away. And, uh, I mean, just seeing Tim Allen again was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> First off, Sig- Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Uh, and uh, Alan Rickman. And, like, his, just that dry humor, dude. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, he's li- he's Linder anymore. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, 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 the movie is essentially a parody on Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Um, and, a huge show that he's reluctant to be a part of because it's all the fan service <laughs> and all the cons and stuff, and he's just fucking tired of it. It's been his life for so long. Well, you know, he's an established actor, but he can't ever get past the one role. Yeah, he was typecast. Yeah. Like Tom Baker. You know. uh, right. Or Leonard Nimoy. Or Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> yeah. in, in real life, you know, Leonard Nimoy came out with that book, like, I'm not Spock. And then, like, ten years later, he came out with a book called, like, I Am Spock. Yeah, but he went through that period. And yeah, this is this obviously drew inspiration from that. Which didn't he? Didn't Leonard Nimoy pass at the end of last year? It was. I don't know if it's. Yeah, it wasn't long. He passed very recently as well. Yeah. And once again, talking about a phenomenal actor. Oh, if we're going back to last year. I got a couple more wrestlers. Oh uh, no, I'm Dusty Rhodes. We're we're, we're still... Rowdy 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 Piper. I, I said one too many rowdies there. <laughs> rowdy Rowdy Rowdy. <laughs> Um, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Maybe. But no, we're, we're staying in this year, but, you know, because oh, you he... you backtrack, but I can't. No, he, I he was playing the spoof version of Leonard Nimoy is the only reason. Absolutely, yes. Um, but, yeah, the phenomenal actor. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal actor. Uh, I, I would honestly have liked to have seen more stuff from him. Yeah. I know that that's me being greedy. Well, being like, no, entertain me! Yeah, I... Yeah, and like I said, Galaxy Quest is. Really, if you don't know the man's work very much, go for Galaxy Quest because he's it's that really dry humor. But he's not the bad guy. No, he, so you get to see kind of like just him being like kind of bitter, but then he gets to be the hero at the end yeah. and stuff. It's just it's well done. It's a really funny movie. Very, I really like it, and he's the best part of it, I think. Yeah. So, and you know, Tim Allen second. <laughs> it's Buzz Lightyear no. actually going to infinity and beyond so, if you think about Sigourney it. Sigourney Weaver second, yeah, then Tim Allen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Ja, Monk. Monk. <laughs> ja, Monk. <laughs> Arr? Yeah. Home Improvement, ladies and gentlemen. Another part of Two Man Taylor. Uh, he didn't die, did he? No, he's Good. still he's still alive. Uh, he's uh, He has his own show right now. Yeah, my wife watches it. Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Never yeah. watched it. I've seen a couple episodes. I watched Toy Story 3 today with my son, though. Uh, we watched the entire trilogy in a week. What 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 does he think? Oh, he loves it. He calls it Buzz Lightyear. He he doesn't call him Toy Story. He's like, I want to watch Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, okay. Like, that's my boy. Him? Well, I mean, Tom Hanks. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> but it is better for him to come up and say, "I would like to watch Buzz Lightyear," and I, I would I want to see Woody. <laughs> so I guess you know, it's, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go with Tim Allen. <clears throat> um, going back into music for the last two people that I have, uh, David Bowie. Uh, you know, he, he passed back in January. Um, Have you listened to his last album? It, it, from what I hear, it's very much a goodbye letter. I, he was terminal with cancer. I've uh, heard he a couple he of the songs. I've not, I've not sat down and listened I to mean, it. In its I, never, I never really got into Bowie. I really liked Bowie. I know that he, uh, there for two to three years, survived on nothing but drugs, green peppers... <laughs> And milk. He would only consume those three things. Really? Green peppers and milk is all he would have, food-wise. Ah, it explains why he was so skinny. Right? Uh, the package on that guy, though. I've seen the labyrinth. It constantly changes. That sock, man. Always impressive, though. <laughs> yeah. You never, you never saw the balls, you're like, eh, I've seen bigger. I've, I've seen big, no. <laughs> Every time you see the balls, you're like, it seems differently shaped, but also large. But yeah, phenomenal actor. Uh, he was an actor, yeah. Uh, okay, did, did you ever see The Prestige? No, I haven't. Uh, it is... A, 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 it's a movie. Mm. Um, Thanks. Uh, yeah. Glad I picture, could, right? Glad I could clear that up. Also, it has nothing to do with David Bowie. And, uh, um, actually, Dave, David Bowie is in it. Uh, the, the movie itself is Was two, that the one with uh, Christian Bale and Wolverine? Yeah. Batman and Wolverine in it? Yeah, it's, it's two rival magicians yeah. uh, trying to one-up each other. Turns out there's clones or something like that. Well, that's that's the big reveal on Hugh Jackman's side. Is uh, Uh, Christian Bale's character essentially comes up with this perfect uh, act that nobody can see through. Yeah, uh, yeah. the teleporting man. I've read the synopsis, Um, but what does David Bowie do in it? uh, Well, Hugh Jackman's trying to do that act, but better, Um, and so he goes to David Bowie trying to come up with a machine that will help him. Um, and uh, David Bowie plays as uh, Nikola Tesla. Really? Yeah. So Hugh, Hugh Jackman's character goes to Nikola Tesla trying to get a machine that will help him do this trick better and essentially accidentally creates a cloning machine. Well, um, to be fair, Nikola Tesla's biggest and greatest idea was to create a uh, laser wall that would literally wipe out mankind. So. Uh, he had a lot of very interesting stuff. I would say that his best invention was probably the one that uh, companies made sure never saw the light of day where there would be free energy. Right. That like you could just Jefferson grab out of the air. Or whichever prison it was. Uh, Franklin. Nope. Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I know he's in that. Uh, I saw, I've seen most of the Labyrinth, but it was later days, so I don't have that nostalgic grip to it. I, once he passed, I decided to go through a little bit of his library of songs and stuff. Like, Heroes, I always knew it was him. Yeah. Or I always knew the song. Didn't realize it was David Bowie for some reason. And, of course, Under Pressure, everybody knows. Uh, Under Pressure. Uh, uh, I, I found out by listening to another podcast uh, that uh, 
I think it was Coldplay or a, a newer band, Three Doors Down, something, went to David Bowie and was like, hey, we would like to do a collaboration with you. And he's like, let me see what you got. And they gave him the music. And he's like, well, this isn't very good now, is it? <laughs> I hope it was Three Doors Down because it fucking sucked. I, I don't remember exactly Honestly, who it was. I like Coldplay either, so anybody. <laughs> it would be amazing if it was Coldplay because Coldplay's like a huge fucking band, you know? Uh, and for him to just be like, nah, that's not very good, is it? And, it would be amazing. And, I, and, oh, I hope so. At that point, do you, do, you, do you defend it? This is David Bowie. He knows good songs. Right? <laughs> yes, it is. Really? Is it really? It really? Like, no, it's not Mr. Bowie. I'm sorry. And then you kiss his feet and walk away. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, you know, he had a demon in his swimming pool. He's usually a cult. Like, you can go through and find messages of, like, magic, like, supposedly real-life magic spells and stuff in his uh, in his music. He fancied himself a magician for a while, mainly during the period where he was only on acid, pepper, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, An interesting character. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Lady Years Bowie is something I, I might dig into. I kind of want to listen to his last album. Cause I, I do too. I want to sit down and I want to listen to the entire thing. He knew he was on his way out. So there's got to be that interesting like yeah, that, tale of mortality. And him being like the glam rocker, you know, he kind of pushed. He had so many but, phases, man. Yeah. Uh, but Iggy, uh, Iggy Stardust and then just like skinny the, the, drugs and pepper. <laughs> yeah, the androgyny. Like he was very androgynous. Yeah. Um, and him and the next person that we're going to talk about kind of kind of pushed. Oh, one more thing. Also, supposedly, got it on with Mick Jagger. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Figured I'd throw that out there. Huh? It'd, it'd have to be the most uh, interesting sounding sex ever. Right? Uh I've seen how Mick Jagger dances. I thought they were going to say comes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they look, so, they, they look the, the moves like Jagger. Now I understand that song. Right? <laughs> uh, hopefully Maroon 5 was the band that went to Bowie. <laughs> He's like, fuck off. All right? <laughs> I'm an artist. You're fucking Adam Levine or whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, him and the next person that we're going to talk about, with both of them very androgynous, uh, kind of pushed... Or, or challenged what it was to be a man because nobody can look at these two people and be like, "You're not." That a... is all that is man. Well, they, you can't be like that is all that is man, but you also can't be like, "Uh, you're you're not manly." They they both slayed puss. Slayed puss. They also slayed both puss. probably suck dick too. So you're like, they aren't you? They're hey. they're both. <laughs> is there anything more manly than taking a dick in your mouth? I mean, honestly, you've made that ladies... before. <laughs> the way that you. <laughs> Ah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't do it, so hey. <laughs> I'm too Hats afraid. To them. I'm too afraid. I can't. Bad gag reflex. <laughs> I don't want to throw up on a strange man. He'd kick my ass. But the the last person that I have that we're it's Prince. Be, I think people Prince. get that already. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need the slow build. I, I, if you think of two flamboyant singers, it's David. Bullock. Freddie Mercury. He's already. He's been dead for a while. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> but he, he said he would rock me. He said he'd rock me, Danny. And now he's gonna do that if he's dead. <laughs> he still he still rocks me though. Yeah, I, I still listen to Queen every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it, just like I'm sure that I'm going to be listening to David Bowie and I'm going to be listening to Prince. Uh, you know, Prince is one of the few people who I love. When I go out drinking karaoke, I I sing his songs. Yeah, I just don't drink in karaoke. I mean, I drink. I'm drinking right now. Uh, yeah. I'm not singing karaoke. But, the only time I sing is on the podcast, and it's not good. But uh, you know me. I'm, I'm a singer. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I sang Kiss. <laughs> not the band. I'm just going to be honest with you. If we ever do 
another in memoriam episode. If one of the people from Kiss dies before then, I won't include them. Why? Because I fucking hate Kiss. That's what I was getting at. Really? Oh, I can't stand them. I don't think there's a lick of talent in them. Yeah, I disagree. I, I really... I don't like all of their songs, but some of, like, Beth... Is awful, yeah. I, I disagree. That, you know, when you go from their, their you know, we're gonna rock and roll out to Beth, I hear you calling. Yes, they can do two different styles of song. Oh, but that... They could also do really shitty disco when they took their face paint off. They're stuck... It's fucking garbage. Love Gun is catchy, but technically awful. A pearl necklace. That's a song. That's a song. It's about coming on a girl's chest. Well, no shit, Robert. (laughs) Honestly, I figured that one out all by myself. I mean, Love Gun was about the man's dick. Yeah. I mean, there's no mystery with kids. It was all about their dicks. Uh, Yeah. Or what what came out of them every once in a while. Yes. Or that one time that he heard this chick named Beth calling. But he couldn't come right now. (laughs) He couldn't come right now. Think about it. Can't come home right now. Oh, okay. (laughs) Go back to the talented musician you were talking about. Uh, Prince. Uh, Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, When Doves Cry is one of my all-time favorite songs just to listen to. Cry a little bit? It's it's about him dealing with his parental issues and how that bleeds into his relationships. It, it, so, I, haven't, I haven't heard the song in a very long time. Well, the the lyrics uh, go, you know. This is what it sounds like when a dove. Yeah, that's how that's how the chorus ends. I'm saying, <laughs> hey, I can say shit too. But it's like, how, how can you leave me standing out in a world so cold? Maybe, uh, maybe I'm just like my father, too bold. Maybe you're just like my mother. She's never satisfied. This is what it's not. And it's basically him looking at the fights that he's having with whoever this song is about mm. and being like, you know, I see the flaws of my father within me, but you are flawed too. Like, maybe you're flawed in the same way, and maybe that's why we're together. Huh. This is why it, what it sounds like when doves cry. But the rest of the song... I like how you gave exactly what the other statements meant, and then you just repeated the last word, because you are like, yeah, you can figure that one out. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Robert. Well, the dove is the sign of peace. No, I... I... <laughs> If you want me to get, no, I get like, it. further into this. But um, the rest of the song is kind of interesting because it almost describes sex. You mean like everything Prince ever did. But, when yeah. he breathed, it describes sex, Robert. Yes. That's very, what the man lived for. Very true. But uh, Even that weird time when he tra- ta- uh, changed his name into a symbol. Uh, yes. That was a weird fucking period, man. <laughs> that was very strange. Um, But like that song, you know, with the what the chorus was about, the the... Different verses were like, um, imagine you will, a courtyard, uh, ocean of violets in bloom. Uh, basically, animals watching as he bones a girl, and like he's nervous about it. Which song is this? Uh, when Doves Cry. When do- oh, same song that he's talking about his parents? Yeah. Yep, that's not weird at all. <laughs> like, it, very beautiful song. Like, the verses are about him and his girl kind of like getting together, him being nervous and getting it on, and then the fight. Is the other side of it, oh. like we're 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 together, but we have our problems. But the animals watching makes it weird. It's like a really creepy Bambi, you know. <laughs> I, I forget the exact. It turns out Bambi's mom didn't I'm get pretty... shot by a hunter. She shot. She saw a Prince boning a lady and shot herself. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, very beautiful song. Kiss. Oh, Kiss. sorry. 
I thought you were bringing it back to fucking Kiss. Like, no, I'm, I'm speaking of Prince. Gene Simmons is a fucking genius. <laughs> God damn it. He sold me dirt once. Um, but uh, that's that's an awesome song. You know, brought up the uh, the one of my favorite lines in in any song. At your age, mama, not your shoe size. You know, <laughs> at your age, not your shoe size. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it, it's it's just one of those lyrics that. It's, it sounds funny, and it makes me laugh. But also, technically, it has a point. Yeah. Shoe size is typically fairly small. Yes. Right. Now, I wear a, a size 12. If I was to act my shoe size... You'd, it'd be virtually the same. Yeah. I'd be two years from going goth. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I hope you don't relive that phase, man. I mean, man, I've been in now. I'm sorry. <laughs> What have we been in now? Life sucks. <laughs> no, that that's emo. I was never emo. Oh, I was for a little while. Were you? Yeah, a little bit. I still listen to My Comfortable Romance. So. Uh, uh, Gerard I, Way, dude. I, 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 I had that phase where I listened to like an album of theirs. Hmm. I did that, but with all of them. Yeah, I, I couldn't get into most of their I stuff. Did, I also wrote poetry. I don't know if that's more goth. Or so did I. I don't know which one that is. I guess it depends... On the, uh, the the words in the oh my, my my poetry was straight up emo that I will admit to because oh, yeah. I I found like my book of poetry uh, like just a couple years ago and I was like oh man I've not seen this in in years I I want I want to go through and I want to relive old things within five <laughs> oh, minutes no. I was calling my brother and was like why didn't you tell me I was emo <laughs> and he's like what are you talking about you weren't emo and then I. I told him that I found my old poetry book, and he was there when I wrote most of it. And he was like, I just thought you knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I was leaving through a notebook I found while you were here. I was like, dude, I think I found an old shitty poem of mine. You're like, what's this say? I like, closed the book and act like I didn't say anything. It's not <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, bringing it back to Prince. Right. Um, you know, so many good songs, most of them about sex. Uh, Raspberry Beret. It's about a vagina, right? No, that's Little Red Corvette. Yeah, Little Red Corvette. Little Red Corvette. The Little Red Corvette is a vagina. Mama, you're much too fast. Yes, you are. Yeah. Sure. Uh, his songs were just fun. Yeah. Like, a ton of fun. And I, you know, very enjoyable to listen to. An artist ahead of his time in a great many ways. Amazing guitar player. Like, oh, absolutely, fun, yeah, that I'll give you. Just, uh, I think it was in the late 2000s, um, he uh, ended up doing a collaboration uh, with a bunch of different artists of uh, a Beatles song. Um, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the song. I look in your eyes, see the... Oh, While My Guitar Slowly Weeps. Oh, that's... Gently that's, Weeps. Gently Weeps, yeah. And then, like hearing Prince about, or hearing Prince sing about sweeping his floor. Uh, well, he, he doesn't sing at all in it. He does not sing. No, does no it, it's a bunch of other singers coming out, and you know, you watch it, and you're like, eh. Well, rule eh. number one is uh, when it comes to covering Beatles songs, don't cover a Beatles song. Yeah, generally, I think that it was uh, something honoring Paul McCartney, which is why they were doing it. Mm. Uh, but it was like three or four different singers. And you're, you're watching it, and you're like, all right, this this is all right. I mean, they, they're on pitch, oh, yeah. but nothing spectacular about it. And then Prince, like, teleports on stage and just 
jams out on his guitar for like two minutes straight. It's phenomenal. This poof of smoke and he's gone. Kind of. Your like, face is he, melted off. He ends it by just like throwing his guitar like what bitch and like walks off. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off that. I mean, he was... <laughs> He was entertaining to watch. Him at the Super Bowl was entertaining to watch. And he was getting old, older by that point. Oh, he was only in his like, 50s when he passed away. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he wasn't that old, really. Yeah, but, you know, when you think of the energy that he could produce on stage even at that time, most artists at that age can't produce that kind of energy. And he just loved performing. He was amazing at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he knew he had all those groupies waiting afterwards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he kicked Kim Kardashian off stage. That, that's a video that shortly after... His, really? Yeah, shortly after his passing, that video went, like, viral. Holy uh, shit, uh, that's fantastic. Kim Kardashian coming on stage and him being like, hey, get your ass off, and then just go back into his dance. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Prince is my new favorite artist. Uh, oh, wow. But, like, what what's interesting is after he, he passed, a couple of his stuff started charting again. Yeah. A lot of artists, even after they pass, that doesn't happen. But his his stuff is so iconic that it's like, yeah. It, I think Michael Jackson did the same. Michael like, Jackson about did. it. Because, uh, I, I mean, you have, like, think about the artists that passed away young that blew up because they're just, like, fucking Kurt Cobain. Right. Uh, uh, Hendrix. Yeah. like that. But if you think about it, Kurt Cobain kind of sucked. I, I, can I be completely honest with you? Yeah. I don't know what he's famous for. Screeching into a microphone what? while barely playing the no, guitar. No, no, I mean, I literally don't know what band he was in. Nirvana. Was he seriously? He's the lead singer and guitarist. I think I've listened to one song of theirs. Was it, uh, t- Smells Like Teen Spirit? No. That's a Nirvana song? Yeah. Oh. Then yes, I've heard that song too. Yeah, it kind of sucks, right? One of the biggest bands of all time. I think complete garbage. Okay? But, I mean, they have that mystique around because they passed away younger. Here's a man that was around for years, proved himself, was not constantly in the spotlight. Never any scandals. And then, and then like, after that, passes away and recharts. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, like, I, it's, I, not I, just, it's not just all because he passed away. People had genuine respect, and yeah, him passing away put him back in the limelight, made people think about him, and like just reminded them of all the songs they loved when they were young. Yeah, I, I, he was famous for how many years and never had one scandal to his name? I'm sure he had. No, when he changed his name to a symbol, Robert. But nothing like no legal scandals. But insanely pompous. Uh, one of the funniest stories that I've ever heard was a Kevin Smith. uh, Oh, I've heard. I mean, he was was tasked to uh, film a documentary. Yeah, like I think it was on his Too Fat for Forty show. Yeah, one of those DVD shows that (laughs) he used to do. It was a Q and A session, pretty much. Yeah. And somebody asked him about uh, doing a Prince documentary, and very funny, uh, quirky dude, if what Kevin Smith is, says is true. I, I would assume that that is probably right. I, he I, seemed odd. I, I would say that it's probably true, but that Kevin Smith probably embellished a little bit. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> But you know he's kind of odd. You've seen the way the man dresses and acts. Kind of strange. You know? Eh. I, I never... I've never met a person in real life that acts anything even remotely similar to Prince. No, he was definitely one and of the And I kind. knew a man literally named Prince. Like, legally named Prince. Oh, so did I. Oh, really? Yeah, in the military. Oh. In oh. fact, I knew two people named Prince. Weird. Yeah. 
Did they just flat out, did their parents tell them, it's like, yeah, because I thought Prince was hot? No, what's interesting... His mom told him that. What's interesting is both of them have the same last name. Really? No relation. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So there's a clone of, like, the prince out there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. But this is just part of a cloning program. Illegitimate child. You can all say <laughs> I'm sure he has a lot of that, <laughs> So if you grow a pencil mustache and get, like, a jerry curl at the same time, get a DNA check. <laughs> you, uh, um, you might be prince's son. But uh, I, I remember the day that it was announced that he passed away. It was storming really bad uh, here in our little small town of Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the the one quote that kind of hit me um, was, "If you, if you pay close enough attention, this rain has a purple tint." And it was, like, it didn't really hit me how much I loved Prince's music and how how much that his death actually hurt to a certain degree until I read that quote. It was like, holy shit. Like, I don't know why it hit me so hard. Well, it's all the memories just flooding back. You're, you're, your brain just automatically goes to thinking of every second you ever you know, listen to any Prince song and exactly and, what they meant to you. And it all comes back at once and it's going to hit you hard. Well, and that's kind of why I wanted to do this in memoriam episode. Because you have bad timing? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Because um, I, I think that I would have wanted to do it here soon anyway because of all of the recent yeah. uh, deaths. And, you know, I every time a celebrity dies and people mourn online, there's always that one asshole that's like, oh, you didn't know him, so why? why is it... Um, oh, you mean kind of like I was like, Kurt Cobain ain't that great. Yeah. But he died a while ago, so it's fine. And, and <laughs> here, here's my take on it. I may not have known the person, and the person may not have known me personally, but they did something that has influenced my life. Okay. In, in one aspect or another, I got free funnies out of a lot of them. I've got amazing memories from their music. You know, I all the people musically who we've talked about today, um, I, I can't think of one of their songs without it being associated with some memory or another. Uh, and, you know, it sucks when you think about we're losing so many good people. And it's the baby boomers that we're losing the most right now. Yeah. And so it's going to keep happening. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's all, part of life. We only have our interpretations of them. Yeah. And it's not like we're there when we when they try to fuck a kitten, right? We <laughs> only get the best of them. Sorry, when I was editing that Spider-Man episode, the, the kitten <laughs> fucking part made me laugh a lot. Uh, so back to that, Will. Sorry. I was going to say, that that was the most random throwback. We don't see the horrible shit that uh, right. they do. We only have our interpretations of them, and we only get the best of and them. That, the, 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 the work they did, that they put time and, and effort into. In a small way, that becomes part of us. Right. Like, I'm, I'm always going to listen to Prince. I'm always going to listen to certain songs of David Bowie. I'm always going to listen to Hotel California. Yeah. You know? I'm going to keep on not really listening to any of that, though. Uh, I'm going... Yeah, that's fine, too. I mean... I'm always going to look at Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Tweety Bird with... Now, see, now you're making me sad. With, you know, those memories of childhood and happiness. Yeah, Parker's going to... My son's going to pull out his Looney Tunes DVD. I'm like, let's watch this. I'm like, I can't stop. <laughs> it's too soon. You so know? thanks, man. 
and that's why I wanted to do this episode. Yeah. So, uh, I think that it would be best for us to end this episode without doing any of our normal extra outside stuff. No, no news. No. I was gonna say we should do what's in the box. What's right? in the box? But we only put the people that have passed away in the box. <laughs> so it's like Prince versus China, right? <laughs> <laughs> Prince wins. <laughs> they just fuck. <laughs> yeah. One did it professionally, the other does it professionally. <laughs> or like a professional, we'll say. Yeah. I, I made a fist when I said that. Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, there's no, there's no good way to end this, man. We just, no. Might as well bow out. So, yeah. Uh, one, one... Listen to some Bowie. Listen to some Prince. Yeah. Watch an old China match. Fuck it. Who cares? Especially yeah. you fucking Jordan. Uh, well, I was going to say, please don't... If there's ever an episode not to troll, it's, it's okay. On um, it's it's this you could just edit that part out anyways. So or not, I don't give a shit anymore. But uh, yeah, just go back and I mean, watch a season of Everybody's Raymond. It's probably on Netflix, man. Yeah, if I, not, I, it's dirt cheap on DVD now. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the big things about then and now is looking at our past and how it how it's influenced us and, and this... how it's just being ripped away from us now. Oh. God, wait until like ten years from now when we're losing like people that like we really fucking got into, man. Like when when the insane clown posse passes away, and I'm like, oh god, I used <laughs> to paint my face like them. You know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, your name is Danny Mullins. Your name is Robert Folly. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good cry, everybody. <laughs>